What is going on? You are watching, listening to Tags Live, aka Talk About Gay Sex, the live version on the Get Vocal platform. I'm your host, Steve V, alongside Cody Maurice Doggett. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Hello, darling. It's such a pleasure to be here with you on this stormy Wednesday night. I had to think about what night it was. <laughs> stormy. I know. Definitely stormy. My goodness. Lightning and all. I hope it just goes away soon. I'm Me back too. in my throne here in New York City. Welcome home, darling. Thank you. Yeah. So happy to be back. But such a great time I had over there in uh, P-Town as well mm -hmm. as Boston. So much fun. We got to see our, uh, I got to see our co-host, Jeremy yes. Ross Lopez, which was really I awesome. I was so jealous. Yeah, yeah, it was really great. Um, super fun to see him and catch up with him in real time and have dinner. We had such a great time and just Imperial Man, 66 just said, love that you are together. You have such a wonderful bond. Thank Aww. you, Imperial Man 66. Love, love that. that. Yeah, so great time in Boston. Boy, it's clean in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what? Okay, I know we don't like to do the whole New York thing, but what is New Yorkers do? I always comment on how clean a city is whenever I go somewhere yeah, else. Right. It's well, crazy. Yeah, we were just talking about our messy bedrooms. So <laughs> put me on blast. Why don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's still messy. I don't care. Okay. Um, Nobody yeah. sees it but me and and my boyfriend. So we're good to go. Nice. Well, I wanted to come just... clean it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to follow up though because you and I were talking about on episode two ninety four with Jeremy the other day when mm -hmm. I was in P Town, and it's so funny because I was talking about OnlyFans model performer Derek Allen and yep. how I kept running and seeing him, and I was going to go up to him and just be like, "Oh, I'm a fan of your OnlyFans," and uh -huh. never did. And wouldn't you know it, he kept popping up here and there. He was at the so I went, I get on the Amtrak train to come okay. home and I sit in the seat. I was, conf I think I got confused and mm -hmm. guess who comes and sits right in front of me in the seat is, mm -hmm. is Derek Allen. And I what? was like, Oh my God, I could just, I, we're going to be on this train for like the next four hours. Or I don't know if he was going to New York or not, but at least he was going to be on the train with me. And uh -huh. I was so excited until a guy like tapped on my shoulder and said, oh. excuse me, what seat do you have? And <laughs> the guy that like sat next to me in the window okay. seat, literally, like I looked up, this guy is hovering over me, this young guy. And I look uh -huh. up and I guess he put a bag like above our seats. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. And then I look up and he's just staring at me and i said like what the fuck i, I didn't say that but i it was like sit down i said oh are you in here and he's like he just nodded and i was like i know what <laughs> he ruined your romantic comedy it's is, is what i think he did because you but... and Derek allen are supposed to be together <laughs> but then my face was cracked because <laughs> another guy sat next to the seat on the other aisle the seat okay. across from me and he's like um excuse me and i'm like what i was like getting ready for my rom-com with Derek. You are, you're just <laughs> aggravated with everybody on a train aggravated <laughs> I love it. So I, I said yes. What? And he's like, I think he, that guy is in your seat. And I was like, what? And I was like, no, I have the right. I'm six F. And we're going back and forth. Well, I open up my seat, and I am in six F, but not in car number six. I'm in car number one, and I'm supposed to be sitting by myself, way up there. This so, is confusing. So my face was cracked, and I said, oh, sorry, guys. I think that was. <laughs> So tail between my legs and it's okay. not, yeah, and not what I wanted. You should have told Derek to come up there with you. I know, I, exactly. I should have grabbed him, and so, but you know, I did DM him, and he responded Ooh. and said we talked about him on episode two hundred and ninety four. And once you know it, he said, "Great, he'll check it out." And he seemed really nice. He asked me if I had a good time in P Town. He said he did, and so yeah, it was a nice 
DM'd communication and awesome. hopefully listen to us talk about him on the show. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. So nice follow we up. Still to have, that. We have time for what's the one with Tom Hanks and 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 Meg Ryan? <laughs> you really Sleep, oh sleepless sleep, in Seattle. Oh, I was gonna say <laughs> sleeping with the enemy because of that <laughs> dick of his. <laughs> but that's not an enemy. That would be my best friend. I know, right? <laughs> Sorry, Damn. sleepless in sleepless in Boston or wherever we're going to. <laughs> <laughs> okay i love it oh my goodness <laughs> I, I, no i can't <laughs> all right well we've got to get into we've got a full show for you including a brand new vulnerable voices and we just can't stop talking about some of the same people because they keep appearing in the news and here we go again with rapper to baby so <laughs> we've been talking to you about how to baby was in concert and recently and told his fans, if you didn't listen to the show or you are living under a rock, that he told his fans to put up their cell phone lights if you... Oh, my God. There goes the emergency alert. You did that. You you I, said, I hope we don't get an alert. And there she is, the alert. I got her on my phone like three minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was a Derek Allen alert. Then I'd be like, I oh, know, sorry. Girl. Stop the show. He just DM'd me back. <laughs> no, it wasn't Derek Allen. It was a freaking emergency. And I know. I'm looking out my window, and it's pouring... Cats and dogs. I get yep. it. We have flash blood. Okay. Um, <laughs> so okay. So DaBaby been in the news because he told everybody in his concert, if you don't have AIDS or HIV, lift up your hands, right, or raise your phone. Mm -hmm. And he also said, if you're not sucking dick in the in the parking lot, then raise your phones up. So it was totally anti-gay, anti. -gay, anti AIDS and HIV and just and misogynistic too because he said if you're if your vagina's clean so that part thank you Ooh. he's just hitting all his bases at, with that well he was canceled for so many things and obviously he did a song recently with Dua Lipa and she definitely condemned the statements that he made and he d backtracked on a lot of the things that he had said he you know at first he said it sounded like maybe we got an apology, then it didn't. But recently, maybe, who knows, because he's been canceled in general. He did participate in a recent virtual meeting last Wednesday with Black oh. leaders from numerous HIV organizations where the activists shared facts on how the disease disproportionately affects African Americans. And DeBaby encountered a firestorm last month when... He, exactly like i told you i won't repeat what they uh, said exactly but basically what i said and even though he issued that apology here's exactly who put this program together with DeBaby. so the black aids institute gilead mm -hmm. sciences which we all know for mm -hmm. truvada compass initiative coordinating centers glad and mac the nor the normal anomaly initiative positive women's network usa there you go i know Cody. prevention Good. access campaign which is the u equals u the southern aids coalition and trans inclusive group as well as a faith and hiv advisor so the representatives issued the following statement regarding the meeting so the open letter to DeBaby was our way to extend to him the same grace each of us would hope for our goal was to call him call him in instead of calling him out we believe okay. that if he connected with black leaders living with hiv that a space for community building and healing could be created we are encouraged he swiftly answered our call and joined us in a meaningful dialogue and a thoughtful educational meeting and during this meeting DeBaby was genuinely engaged apologized for the inaccurate and hurtful comments he made about people living with HIV and received our personal stories and the truth about HIV and its impact on Black and LGBTQ communities with deep respect. So they said, we appreciate that he openly and eagerly participated in this forum of Black people living with HIV, which provided him an opportunity to learn and receive accurate information. It goes on. I'll post a little bit more on tagspodcast.com tomorrow about what Beautiful. also went on in this. But essentially, 
their goal was not only to inform him, create an open platform, but they also said at the end of this that they hope that he takes his huge platform and continues to use it positively with some of this information that he learned. Do you, Cody, yes. do you think that that's asking too much? Or do you think that, let's talk about cancel culture. Uh-huh. Here, to me, I'll just say my few thoughts real quick. To me, we're big in a cancel culture society. I'm always kind of sometimes for it when people put their foots in their mouth. I mm -hmm. do think he did take a break. He was canceled. But for these people to put this initiative together and for him to accept, and it sounded like it was a very thoughtful and not pointing the finger, but really education. Yes. Um, I'm all here for, and I love that he was down for it. And I think that's how we truly grow. And I liked yes. how they didn't do it for all of us to watch. They did it in a kind of private setting with all of them in this virtual call. I'm just wondering if this will, if he will really use his platform to kind of, you know, is that asking almost too much of him? Do you think he will? I don't will? think so. I don't think yeah. it's too much. First, I want to say that the advocate, I want to applaud them because they are very shady with the picture that they, they posted with this article, <laughs> and I live for it. So, okay. <laughs> snaps to the advocate. Yeah. But I am happy that the baby is taking these steps to learn more about HIV and AIDS, the, the LGBTQ community as a whole. And I hope that he really learns something from this experience, even if it's just to keep his mouth quiet on things that he doesn't know anything about. Yeah. I just want him to know I got my good eye on him now. I'm looking out the side eye and I'm still, I'm going to let, I'm, if he messes up again, he's going to have to catch all the wrath. Okay. Over here. Yeah. And, you know, just I, I just think oftentimes in cancel culture, we want people to do the work and we say you, they need to go back and do their work. But we never know what that work, if and if and if they, in fact, do any work or yeah, they just true. take a step or a beat for us that we hope they forget about it. Here, we actually got in a short amount of time this almost coalition of many different organizations so many. come together, create this panel, reach out to him. He accepts the letter. They did and this, and it sounds like it went really well. I wish more instances like this could occur where, I mean, it took a lot for all these organizations to come together, but I thought they thought it, this is a teaching moment and we it can really, really hopefully benefit from him and his platform. So whether or not he goes on and he probably will never, ever talk about HIV negatively yeah. or yeah. AIDS, people living with AIDS again, whether or not he actually, you know, uses this platform to educate, that's a different story. And I it don't really know that is. he needs to, but. And people aren't irredeemable. So I'm glad that they're not just throwing him into the garbage with the cancel culture. So I'm glad that this is happening. And I really, really hope that he does actually use his platform to educate people and to educate the, the black community because there's still so much stigma in the black community, not only around gay people, but also with HIV and AIDS. So Absolutely. And mm -hmm. I now know what you're talking about. I had to go back to the Advocate article that we will post on Tag's podcast. See what you <laughs> oh, you were... see the picture? <laughs> I see the picture. And it's so funny you said that because it's a picture of DaBaby, it, clearly in concert with a violet hoodie on his face. But he is making this face like mm -hmm. he's in the middle of a rap that Shutterstock grabbed this picture. And I was thinking the same thing, too, earlier. Like, ooh, you did... that's a rough shot. <laughs> I'm here for it though. And Shame I now know what day. you're talking about. <laughs> right. They could have picked any picture, and that that is so funny that you pointed that out. Uh, shout out to Teddy, who is watching us on Get Vocal right now. Hi, Teddy. Hi, Boo. Hi, Thanks Teddy. For joining us. All right. Well, more hot topics coming your way, including Crew Club DC, which is a gay spa in dc and so i'll just read you a little bit of this so how clubs spas gay venues open back up during covid19 or the delta variant at times that's all up to them as long as 
it's safe and well thought out, according to Instinct Magazine's latest article on this situation. And one such opening recently has been gaining some attention for its very wide open arms and free, that's right, free entry to one demographic of our gay, bisexual, and trans community. So it's a DC men's spa called The Crew Club, and they held a soft launch. Hopefully it wasn't so soft inside with the guys. <laughs> uh, a soft it's hot, launch. It's a hard launch inside. I'm on a hard launch. <laughs> <laughs> soft launch just doesn't work for me. Reopening okay. celebration on the weekend of August 20th. And uh, so... They wrote about the location. We're just now reopening after 18 months, and our community is excited. And the opening weekend was attended by 763 people. To enter, you had to show ID and be 18 plus. And facilities included showers, steam room, sauna, and lounge area. Okay, you're basic. Stuff. Mm-hmm. The crew club has said it is abiding by the mayor's mandate requiring masks for indoor spaces. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about that. Masks yes. must be kept on <laughs> in public spaces, and all visitors must show proof of vaccination to enter. I like that last part. That's, yeah. That's like the other place that we were talking about in Berkeley, uh, the other bathhouse that opened up. I forget the name of it um, at the top of my head right now. Steam Room. Steam Room. Thank you. Yes. There's one also in Chicago. And... So essentially, patrons, if you came in there, if you were doing like a single day membership, Cody, it'd be 38 mm-hmm. bucks for okay. a locker, 46 bucks for a small private room. That's what I would pick. And <laughs> 50 bucks for a large private room. Oh, I would do the 50 bucks. I know you would. I was like, okay. as soon as you said it, well, I was like, no, she's getting the large suite, honey. Okay. The large suite that I'm going to decorate suite. and disinfect on my own like I do my airline seat every time I get on, just like Naomi Campbell. Oh, man. But I think the question is that this article posed is a couple questions. A, you know, I have to say, before we even ask the questions on this, I went to the vault in P-Town on my last night. And the vault is got a leather vibe to it. It's a cruise bar. Okay. And there there wasn't a lot of activity going on. Now, granted, it was a Monday night, so, you know. But there was porn being played. And I'm just saying. And and P-Town's numbers are low right now. That the wouldn't you know it, Cody? The day we are leaving, they got rid of the mask mandate indoors. The day we were leaving, <laughs> I'm like, wow. damn. So I kind of had some bad luck right there, right? And I have to say, and the, and we'll relate it to this story is that essentially, you know, the mask mandate in certain bars, you can't really play like you'd want to play. So uh-huh. I think my first question before we get into the spot, how do you play? When I'm sure the crew club is pri- primarily indoors, how do you play with a mask? Do you? How does that work? I don't know that you can. And how is it a bathhouse if you have to wear a mask? That's that's the question that I want to know. I think I have to go for purely research reasons. But I think that we should go and do some research and report back to the people. Hey, a it's a community service. I can get back on my train again and get to D.C. Yeah, I think you're right. Too bad we're not uh, 18 to 24 and get in free. But um, Can I say I'm, I'm personally offended at the 18 to 24 discount? I am now, super hot. I'm as hot as an any 19-year-old any day of the week, okay? So some of the questions that people were asking <laughs> on this article, what do you think that this business tactic is a great idea to get fresh faces into a spa or do you think that the other question or they ask is it too pervy of a move to draw college boys into the den of older paying men so what are your thoughts on that i think that it's a good way for i was just joking about being as hot as any 19 year old i mean i am but still I think that it's a way to for 18 to 24 year olds to introduce them to the bathhouse scene. My boyfriend is 30 years old and he hasn't been to a bathhouse ever in his life. So I can see how oh. it would be it would draw people in. And I, I think that a lot of people would take advantage of that. So 
Yeah, I don't find it. Pervy. I think it's a good thing. I don't, I don't think, think it's so pervy either. at all because a we all know that. 18 to 24 dc has a lot of colleges so you're gonna get yeah. a lot of that crew in there and sorry i think at the time when i went to college my mom gave me enough money to like get a piece of pizza <laughs> <laughs> if i was lucky and that, a ramen <laughs> and a ramen and i certainly did not have money to pay how much was it 50 50 bucks, 50 bucks. For yeah a private... for a deluxe suite for a deluxe suite in the ocean view suite for you. I know. <laughs> so I mean, I got like fifteen bucks, and I had to like you know use it for pizza and ramen. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you don't have a lot of extra money when you're in that, and you're probably also it's a good incentive too. Like you said, you brought up a point that I think is good. A lot of younger or at least when I was, maybe not now, I was yeah. a little bit nervous going into places like that, particularly for the first time. But imagine if you had a friend, you could grab them and be like, hey, it's free. We could try this out, see what it's all about. Yeah. And I think it's good. Somebody was comparing so it to too. ladies night when they do that to get, you know, ladies in for free and the men are not to kind of even out the room, I guess, or the... Mm -hmm. And so, but... I don't find it pervy at all. I don't either. And in this day and age of the apps like Grinder and Scruff and all that, it's an it's more of an incentive for them to actually go out and be social with people, e even if it's at the bathhouse. Not that there's anything wrong with that, because I've been to a couple bathhouse in my time. Let me tell you. But yes. <laughs> also, <laughs> I just kind of want to say that this. I am wondering how, especially having a COVID scare myself recently, yeah. how this is going to affect the numbers in DC, because I don't, I think that that just sounds like a breeding ground for COVID in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, to your point, the other question they raise is, is it too soon to return to the spa scene? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, so many bars in major cities right now are like this one asking for proof of vaccination. I'm just wondering if, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they're yeah. going to keep the mask mandate in effect unless it's left up to your own devices when you go into like my suite. Mm -hmm. Then we can obviously do what we want because we're in and my suite. And take your mask off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, Teddy says it's a breeding ground for sure. And I, I'm just going to say that joke. <laughs> so he bitch stole my joke. It's not the kind of breeding ground that I want. <laughs> no, exactly. Absolutely. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I feel it's interesting that they took as long to open up because when we were reporting on Steamworks in Chicago and Berkeley, they were doing mm -hmm. this pre-Delta variant. And here, this DC bathhouse gay spa is choosing to open up just i think a couple weeks ago yeah during the delta variant yep with the mask mandate which we still wonder how is that all going to work how out going to affect everything anybody going to it in dc listening to the show let us know so we can report back i'm very curious or cody and i will have to get our asses on that train and get over and figure it out but i mean i'll do anything for the people just for so the they people know. for the show <laughs> for you exactly all right well hey tags listeners craving for more tags hungry like i am well, now you can unlock exclusive Tags content. I'm talking about our weekly Tags After Show and our twice monthly Dark and Dirty Show. Now you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. You'll get a notice each week when new episodes are dropped exclusively for you. So what are you getting from this exclusive content? Well, you're getting a weekly Tags After Show where the conversation continues with hot gay sex topics in a more relaxed, behind-the-scenes, more intimate format. Our twice-monthly Dark and Dirty Show will often feature special guests like my co-hosts, but gets a little darker and a little dirtier as we reveal our sexcapades to your exclusive ears. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe now to unlock exclusive Tags content and know that you'll be supporting Tags Podcast to continue delivering the quality of Tags Podcast you've come to love. 
You can unlock this exclusive content by going to tagspodcast.com and click on the link Tags After Show. Thanks for being a supporter and continue having hot gay sex. We have to move on and I think we've got to get to our current vulnerable voices. Okay. And it all stems from a little Nas X, the other person who we love, who has a brand new album out coming out September 17th and it's his debut album Montero if you can believe it. It seems like he's been around for so long. I know, right? I can't believe I it. Know. But Friday September 17th he just released the amazing cover debut of it it's just luscious in every way shape and form and has little Nas x floating in air with a rainbow over his head and butterflies in a paradise situation naked of course as only little Nas x could do arching his back showing off that booty ethereal as fuck and looking so tasty i can't wait for it it's great i'll post this on textpodcast.com and when asked about the album he's quoted as saying creating this album has been therapy for me i've learned to let go of trying to control people's perception of who i am what i can do and where i will be i've realized the only opinion of me that really matters is my own and i couldn't Mm -hmm. that just struck me and was the inspiration for this week's vulnerable voices is the only opinion of me that really matters is my own. It's and true. it's such a beautiful statement, I think, on so many different ways, because we all have opinions of various things. We certainly have so many opinions on this show of everything under the sun. <laughs> and I think when it comes to ourselves, we're our most critical to ourselves. And mm-hmm. even with this show, I think I was sharing with you, I was sharing with Derek Allen the link so he could listen to episode 294 to hear us talking Mm -hmm. about him, giving our opinion about him. And when I went on to Apple Podcasts, it's the one platform that shows the reviews of your show. Okay. And I'm always nervous to go on there because every so often, because it's the only one that when people choose to write reviews, typically like Yelp, it's you'll get great show. However, <laughs> love the podcast. It's always a however. when this host does this. I Ooh. wish this host wouldn't. Da, 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 da. Oh, my gosh. And so I've learned to not go and read the review so much because I'm, unlike what Lil Nas X is saying, sometimes I, it can affect how you feel about certain things. So I've learned to not read the reviews. And yeah. I don't know, Cody just on that level alone is it good to just avoid comments like that if you know you're getting comments that are negative to just avoid them or just toughen up and receive them so as far as the show is concerned i definitely don't read the reviews when you were talking about it i started to get anxiety i think i broke out in hives i don't (laughs) everything Every, all, every fight or flight body thing was happening to me. Yeah, and right. Because I'm I'm super critical of myself already. So to read those comments and to have that compounded yeah. is just anxiety central for me. So I think that, you know, because I am so critical of myself, I always feel like I have to be prepared with a certain look and always sound intelligent. So to read the comments would not be beneficial to me. So I, I think that maybe you should stay away from the comments and especially from the haters, because there's always going to be a negative review. Somebody's always going to have something to say negative about you. So I think maybe you should just stay away from them personally. Yeah. Uh, however, I have over, you know, we've done the show for years and when I have learned to siphon and sift out the constructive mm-hmm. ones and nine times out of 10, we get so many positive ones. And for the most part, even when somebody says something nowadays, I think because a, I really trust the work that we put into the shows more yeah. than ever before in the last year. And I stand by what we put out there. And I think when you stand by that, Even then, if you can get somebody 
nine times out of 10 will get positive, but there might be one thing I wish that, for example, the other day, we had somebody DM us and say, I love the show. I love that you guys are talking about open relationships. Mm-hmm. I'm in an open relationship. And I think that it may benefit if you had somebody in an open relationship hmm. on the panel. And you saw how we handled that. I think we really gave it a lot of time and extra dedication. And we even read that comment on there. Yeah. So I think now to Little Nas X's statement is if you really stand by the work that you put out there and you won't, you, you're going to get for the most part, positive remarks, or you're going to be able to siphon out, okay, well, this is just something that I can take constructively, if that yes. makes any sense. I agree with you. I think that it's it's great if you can kind of separate yourself from your feelings and how this is making you judge yourself even more. If you can step outside of that and kind of take it as constructive criticism and weigh whether or not it will be beneficial for you to apply this to your show, to your life, to your work in general. I think that that could be a good thing, but it's when you can't, when you're unable to separate your, your feelings and it's making you feel in a negative way towards your work, then I can see how it would be beneficial to, it's just all about what you're capable of in that moment. So, and then on the show, we talk so much about communication, the importance of communication, particularly when we were talking about open relationships the other day on how mm-hmm. much you have to really, in any relationship, but particularly if you layer in open relationship or polyamorous into mm-hmm. the relationship, that you also then have to be willing to hear where your partner's coming from. And yes. not. And so I'm just wondering... Well, girl, this is the ultimate polyamorous relationship right here that we are in with all all the listeners. We are really. I know. I feel like I really understand it. Exactly. I know. Attending to them. And it's a constant, you know, reconfiguration. And I love that. I'm just wondering, you know, if to his point, if the only opinion that really matters is myself, can you still be open to hearing like, hey, babe, you know, I would like to mix it up in the bedroom and you're not giving me what I need. How does that work, Cody? And when it comes to the only opinion that really matters is that of my own. Um, I think that it's super important to be able to receive constructive criticism from your partner, especially now that I'm in a relationship, because before when it was wham, bam, thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. I knew I, I was performing at 110% all the time. And, and mainly because that was the only performance I was being graded on. Right. But now that I have repeat performances that I have, it, he's grading on a curve. And before when it was wham, bam, thank you, sir. They didn't know my name. They didn't know my address. They couldn't send me my report card. So... <laughs> <laughs> Exactly right. (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it comes more into play. Um, I think he's really just talking about, you know, the only when he realized the only opinion of me that really matters is my own is because we tend to judge ourselves so much. He's not saying don't be open to communication or if your partner wants to try something new or he's not getting what he needs that you shouldn't listen to that. And so I I think it's it's good to, you can have it both ways. You can have your own opinion and you can also be, be you need to be present and listen, have good listening skills. So absolutely. Especially when it comes to relationships. Yeah. If you don't, you're not in a relationship with that person, then I think it's it's safe to kind of block all that negativity out. But if you're in a relationship with somebody, take it in and see if it applies to your life. Absolutely. Well, I can't wait for this album, Montero, coming out by Little Nas X, September 17th. Mark your calendars. The track list looks amazing. We are here for it. And I love that statement. So you go on, Little Nas X. All right. Well, we've got to move on to more hot topics. And I sent you this article, Cody, that I thought was really interesting from the advocate by alexander chavez chavez excuse me and he writes this 
piece called Switching, How to Try Bottoming if You're a Top and Vice Versa. Oh. So he writes, modern technology, sex sites, and hookup apps created top, bottom, okay. and versatile. When sexual identif- identities are codified literally into code, sex roles become tags, filtering options, search parameters, And he writes that this has resulted in widespread misconception among queer men that everyone must fall into one category or another. And he writes that it has reduced the richness of queer male sexuality into something Mm -hmm. simple. So online, for example, he writes, I'm forced to be a top, bottom, or verse. I'm forced Mm -hmm. to be looking now or not interested or not partnered or not. And there's not a lot of nuanced gray area. Uh on these things so all of this is to say that no one is total is a total anything and as a sex worker he writes i don't believe in total tops or total bottoms most queer men seem to grow versatile with age and experience as if at some point we realize how silly it is to stay closed off to the other side of sex he -hmm. goes i can't tell you how many total tops have asked me about bottoming and how many total bottoms want to power fuck. And he he gives some tips on how to switch it. Um, I love that he wrote this as a sex worker and what better person to, for this to come from, right? Because he's probably seen and heard it all. He's seen everything. Yeah. Yeah. From class clients. And I think, um, first of all, what are your thoughts on what he's talking about? Because, I think for so long we do get caught up in these roles that we're supposed to be, but I think it's a lot more complicated than that, don't you think? I agree. I think that for some people, being strictly a bottom or strictly a top can fill their sexual needs, but I, it's important to explore your sexuality, yeah. and I'm definitely open to exploring mine. I. I'm in a relationship right now and we stick to pretty much the top bottom roles. But if he's ever interested in, in wanting to top, I'm open to that. I'm here to please my partner at the end of the day. Uh, so he may have been joking idea. or not, but when we were talking <laughs> recently about putting one of the two of you in fishnet stockings. So and that's interesting. He was watching the show and said, yes. uh, okay, but I'm not going to be the one in fishnets and nylons. It's going to be Cody. And so, did you talk about that? And what can you share? We, I'm going to share that it's so interesting that that's an actual another layer because I think from my understanding, I, <laughs> I think that he <laughs> predominantly wants the bottom, but he it's like he almost wants to be a top also in the as the bottom so a power bottom per se yeah and maybe are you are you alluding to the fact that maybe he because you could like a power bottom you could be or he could be in charge but i've seen there's this hot video out right now that i was watching it's it's a woman dominatrix and this mm-hmm. guy with a beautiful dick and mm-hmm. she makes teases him to the point where he edge she edges him so much and she's in control even though he has the dick and she's controlling the whole situation on and and he's shaking like he can't handle it and she's totally in control is that maybe where your boyfriend is i guess so and you would be i'm here for it <laughs> I'm down. If he's listening Not- right now, let's do it. Let's get into it right now. Teddy says it's it's called a dom bottom, by the way. Okay, yeah. Or yeah, I like that. I mean, that could totally be maybe where he's coming from. And that would be in a subtle or not so subtle way, switching it up in the bedroom yeah. to not just be traditional roles. So let me read you just a couple that this guy, because he wrote 15 of them. I will post this okay. on tagspodcast.com. 
And so one of the things he says is lose the idea that top, bottom, and versatile are rigid roles you have to live in. He says Mm -hmm. these roles are invented, and before they existed, we just fucked. You may naturally enjoy different degrees of dominance and submission, but as as he covers, dominance and submission have little to do with being a top or bottom. Well, that's exactly what we were just talking about, almost to the T, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I thought you were frozen there for a second. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> um, so he goes, <laughs> um, he goes, you probably, let me read another one there. Cause there's one that, um, which one that stood out to you and we'll discuss Cody and then I'll pick one. It was the one. That says, well, it's just kind of what I said. Explore yourself, not at the demand of someone else. Many people force themselves to play for the other team because of relationships, because their partner decides they want to bottom, so they must become a top. I find find that in most cases, a one-sided push to make someone fit your needs doesn't work. If you want to bottom and your partner has no desire to top, it's time to consider Oh, non-monogamy. I didn't read that part. Uh-oh. It's time well, to find. I would say <laughs> I would say it's time to find a new partner, basically. That really yeah. it's your your sexual needs. Because I'm not a person that really am into non-monogamy. It's not, I can't really. And there's so much to yeah. explore <laughs> on this whole issue because you know, I have this friend of mine. He's a he's a, a dom essentially and he has okay. clients and i ran into him he's back in business post well back in business because of lockdown we hadn't seen okay. him for a while he's this awesome guy i want to ha- get him on the show at some point i hope he'll agree he oh. i saw him out recently here in new york at the eagle and it was great to see him and he had this guy with i call him a boy because he looked pretty young but he was legal don't worry people oh, and oh. he this beautiful harness he had this amazing body and he was handcuffed and literally and with a leash on and my friend was walking around the bar and told me and and i've been in this situation before with my friend that he said well what do you want to do with him do you want to feel his ass and i was like are you sure that's okay and he said i'm he'll do whatever i say and if i tell him that this guy's going to do something to you. He wants to please. And so wow. I felt this guy's ass and spanked it. And I was having fun with it. And it was making me explore a different side of myself, not just mm-hmm. bottoming. Or I was enjoying playing with this role, like the bottom dom. You became a dom. Yes. Yeah. It was fun. I, I love felt it. a little bit like, are the cameras filming this? I just felt like, <laughs> but in those parameters, no, he, this guy and my friend said, listen, if you want to play more with this guy and explore that side, my friend will, they'll arrange it for me. And so, you know, that's a really exciting experience to be able to explore with your mm-hmm. own sexuality. And I think, I think we don't allow these situations to happen that much, but when we do, we'll find that we have so much more, of a a well-rounded exploratory side to ourselves that we want to explore wouldn't you yeah, say because i feel like your your sexuality isn't really rigid like as yeah. far as top and bottom and all but those we, kinds but, but of according things. to this article we've made it that way because oh of yeah these for terms. sure yeah. society has made it that way so i think that any exploration that you do will help you find the edges of where your sexuality begins what you enjoy sexually where it begins and where it ends so i think exploring is the main thing for me i love it um this is a really great article we only tapped into some of the 15 recommendations that he suggests on how to get out of these acronyms that we place on ourselves and begin to explore other sides of our sexuality so i will post this on tagspodcast.com because I think it's a really great article and particularly coming from a sex worker. And I think that's really what a great source. And I'm glad he wrote this piece. So me too. read that and see what you think and let us know. You can always let us know and DM us on tagspodcast.com 
Dot-com. And now it is time for our favorite segment. I put it for those watching our Thursday Thirst Trap. This is on the eve when we record this. It's our favorite segment where we My descriptively sure. describe <laughs> out of this week's straight up gay porns. How many people this week? Um, let me look really quick. They put 18 gay porn stars. Ah, there it is. 18. Asking... I was already scrolled all the way down when I No, I was on my <laughs> it was a tough one as always. And I was scrolled down to my favorite, but I had my to go favorite. Up. I was on my favorite. <laughs> 18 gay porn stars, according to straight up who took the best photo or video. And my goodness. <laughs> There are some hotties in the mix. Um, well, why don't you go first? Because there's okay. even a, a guy on here that goes by King Dwarf, <laughs> if, if you will. No, I saw yeah. that. And I thought I that was it. really inclusive. And, and I, I was love it, right? Yeah, it's totally He's awesome. I, King I didn't Dwarf. expect that. Yes, he's he's not. That's not the name that they straight up gay porn put. He calls himself that, <laughs> so that's you, yes. important to to note. And we are not, not calling him that. He calls him. <laughs> <not. laughs> <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. So I, <laughs> I want to give my vote to Sky Knox because he has given me some ex- inspiration for some sex sexcapades in the future. Let me it get is to that. Gr- Where is that it, down the page? I was just on it. Hold on one second. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. We're so thrown <laughs> off today. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, I get it. He's in a. You can blame it on the rain. Oh, he's no, in a bathtub. Wait, hold on. He's in a bathtub, and I can't like, wait to. It looks like the bathtub. I, in a bathtub. I wonder. It looks like the bathtub I was in in Pete Town, which had. You know, they had those, some bathtubs are those whirlpool bathtubs. Okay. They're a little yeah. bit wider. And they have whirlpool access. This looks like one of those. And his booty is out there waiting. That's why I picked it. See, wait, you're just stealing all my descriptive descriptions. Oh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so he's in a bathtub, as we have said, and he's on his knees and in the tub and with his hands against the wall and his ass is up in the air and he's looking at the camera with this come fuck me eyes and his ass just looking so delectable and it just gave me all the inspiration for something i want to do in the future so i'll let you know when i try on my Please. stockings and when i <laughs> do the we're do in the you, bathtub we're gonna hold you to this because i want <laughs> and you know what's really cool is you really need one of those you don't need it but Back to that bathtub that I, mm-hmm. I had in P-Town, which okay. it's a little bit wider. Like, it, it's so meant for two people to be in the bathtub. Ooh, so love it. it's wide and girthy where it needs to be. Wide Talking and about the bathtub. <laughs> Pun intended. Pun intended. <laughs> but it's made for sex. And the whirlpool concept just adds to the whole mystique. And you don't Love feel it. like I know if I ever redo my bathtub, I'm gonna get one of those. You get now. Oh, okay, can I borrow you got those ones no. that you know? You know the commercials where they fit your bathtub with a brand new one. Too bad you couldn't. Oh get yeah, it. like but the over. It's still okay. your bathtub, motherfucker. It's the same bathtub. <laughs> the overlay. I just want to know, quick question: Where yeah. did he put the camera that it didn't fall into the water? That's all I want to know. Good question. Well, he had a partner, I'm sure, that was oh, taking. Oh, there that. it is. There it is. Okay. There it is. Yeah. All right. So okay. who's your pick for this? Week? I had a couple of them. Shout out to Adrian Hart, who's working out naked mm-hmm. in a gym. And I'm wondering what gym oh, that is one? this? Yeah. <laughs> Booty, delicious, naked. He's doing squats one way and then squats the other day where you see his balls just from the back and including taking off his pants with dumbbells in each hand. He's chocolate brown and luscious it's really Mm -hmm. hot i want to work out with him and be below him as he's doing those squats for sure uh so shout out to him but i think my favorite is a video by a guy that goes by ashton summers oh love him who titles this you can follow him at ashton summers 11 he writes good night and which i guess is his signing off video as he 
viciously jerks off his huge dick. And I'm like, wow, that would put me to sleep. I violently attacked my dick the way he did with, <laughs> you know, the fur brow in between. He's really hot looking, dark yeah. hair, and just but violently attacking and his dick before we don't get the cum shot, sadly. I guess you that's to on you got to pay for that. You got to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I That's think the money shot. They call it the money shot. The money shot. And I think yeah. if you're looking to go to sleep right away, that's how you got to like attack it with yeah. that rigorous. And then you're just so spent that you just like, oh, good night, people. And yeah, I might try that and I'll report I back was gonna on that. Say, for yeah. research, we research. can do that too. Yeah, exactly. Did anybody have <laughs> anything to say on the comments? Silas, Teddy, what do you guys think? What was Teddy saying about King Dwarf? Or do we not want to read King that? King Dwarf oh, okay. is a, po a Pokemon player and he is only little in frame. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there it, it is right there. There it is. I love it. Well, cool. You guys can all weigh in as well as we post this. Thursday Thirst Trap on tagspodcast.com. This is episode 295. So look for that and weigh in. Let us know who's your favorite. Uh, that's it for today. My goodness. What a jam-packed show. Super fun. As so quick. You can always follow Cody at his Instagram at Mr. Maurice or follow him. He's a life coach at KMD Coaching. Yep. Follow us. Ask us for sex advice relationship advice on our instagram it's at tags podcast so much fun back uh next week with all new shows thanks for watching thanks cody thank you it's a pleasure thanks, as always live audience silas teddy and everyone else thanks so much in the meantime continue having hot gay, gay sex. sex yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> hey, big spenders. Feel like spending a little on tags? Well, whether you're a big spender or a good tipper, now you can make a one-time or recurring donation to tags. Show your love and support for tags podcast in a big or small way. We promise we're not size queens when it comes to your support. We love you for listening. And if you enjoy tags, then consider supporting the show so we can continue doing what we love. Go to tagspodcast.com and click on the link, Donations.